sweats. Oh! Yes. Let's go, Kansas 80, State. 75. That was a big balls three. Three you minutes ago. Big balls thing up three. Now. Instant reaction. This is an unbelievable thing for me to see. My favorite team, my true favorite team. Less mistress, more side piece. And maybe a few regrettable decisions. Oh, he's got bust written all over him. Gutekind sucks. Jordan Edison ran a 5-3-40 and he's Tristis height. I'd take him. You know what you shouldn't have done? Bet on the Wizards. Yep. Now, live from Washington, D.C., it's Ryan Horvat, Trista Crick, and Nick Ashew. Tomorrow at 105 Eastern, we start the ALDS. The Woo! ALDS follows. We are going to have ourselves more playoff baseball, especially after having two sweeps to start things off. Or two sweeps. All sweeps, I mean. All two. I mean, unbelievable. Yeah. I thought we get at least like one series that goes longer It'd than that. It'd be great to have just one game on tonight with our college football, right? Like Maybe just like a little appetizer for ROs who begin their postseason journey. I'm rooting for our little guy, PJ, and for my new city, <laughs> Baltimore. Let's do it. First, I only love Baltimore because of the wire, but you know what? I've come around. I'm now an O's fan. Cubs, get out of my life. My O's. So you flipped on Taylor Swift. Now you're flipping on the Cubs. Who else are you going to flip on in the next 24 What have you done hopefully for me not lately? Amanda. Yeah, right. <laughs> hopefully not Jessica Alba better not come walk through that door. She may be, she may be next. And it's Amanda my birthday. Amanda seems like she's the kind of gal who's down for a hall pass. I don't think so. <laughs> she's, not, she's not down for much. She just, she just wants to push Ryan's ass out the door. That's, That's yeah. she yeah, maybe she gets the hot hall pass if Enrique Iglesias comes through. <laughs> and no way to transition from that to Steve Garner, but came. we will. And that's what makes it fun. MLB writers, senior reporter, uh, USA Today's sports. Uh, yeah, there's no way that we'll actually transition from that, my friend, but we will try. So the Orioles, man, it's been a fun story all year. In fact, it was a fun story last year, but now we see, obviously, a team maybe has a higher level of expectations. They've got themselves the Rangers to start this series. 105 first pitch tomorrow, Eastern time, and uh, the Orioles are actually favored in that one. I, I mean, what do you what do you see just in terms of what the ceiling is for this Orioles team, given the fact and everybody we've talked to about baseball, I always want to know, like, do you factor in age and the youth of this team at all as maybe a detriment to them now that we're in the postseason? Well, I'll, I'll tell you, Nick, the, the young guys that they have have not played like rookies and uh, guys with limited experience. Um, it's been fantastic to see if you're an Orioles fan, they see them come through in the clutch. You know, winning one-run games, which the Orioles have, have been a specialty of theirs this season. Um, and yet you have to feel very confident if you're the Orioles coming in after winning 101 games and weathering, you know, the loss of, of Felix Batista, your all-star closer. So they have to be feeling good. Brandon Hyde has to be feeling good. But the Rangers are a very talented team in their own right, and uh, I think this should be a, a fantastic series. Yeah, maybe the Orioles are favored, but I give the Rangers every chance in the world of, of pulling the upset. We get to see uh, Phillies Braves again, Steve. Oh, man, I can't uh, wait. <laughs> that's going to be awesome. What is it about this Phillies team, in your opinion, where they can kind of like hang low for the entire regular season and then really start to rake in the postseason? Yeah, it's one of those where, you know, they, they were missing Bryce Harper at the beginning of the year, so we didn't really get to see the true Phillies team until he had come back and had, and had sort of gotten back into the groove. So, you know, by then, the Braves have gotten off to a, a fantastic start and we're blowing everybody away. So, yeah, that's how the Phillies have been able to kind of sneak in under the radar. But this is a team that is solid. 
Obviously, their two aces and Zach Wheeler and Aaron Nola uh, helped carry them last year um, and can do the same again in this postseason. Maybe the best one-two combo of any playoff team. And you've got the experience, and you've got Trey Turner now, too. That's the other thing, how they've been uh, much, much better later, is that Trey Turner was a shell of himself for the first four months, but has been amazing the last two. So this is, this is a team, you talk about peaking at the right time, that would describe the Philadelphia Phillies. And it's funny because I think Philadelphia is the team that matches up the best with Atlanta, obviously. I mean, I think we've seen that before. But uh, moving over to that other series, Arizona and the Dodgers, who would be your pick right there and who would match up better against the Braves? Or I guess if the Braves do advance, who would give them the better fight? Yeah, obviously the Dodgers have been there. They've done this. The Diamondbacks were, you know, like the Orioles, a 110-loss team two years ago. So you you have to think. I'll tell you what, if you're you're looking to maybe place a little wager, the Dodgers coming out of the National League and making it to the World Series may be the best bet because you have – I mean, I have no idea how that Braves-Phillies series is going to turn out. And I think the Dodgers, with their familiarity with the Diamondbacks, may have it a little bit easier. You know, maybe they won't go five games. Maybe they can sweep or or win it in four and be a little bit more rested, which would be great for them. So, yeah, I I think this it it sets up pretty well for this Dodgers team um, that may have a little chip on its shoulder, too, because the Braves got a lot of the the attention getting the number one seed and and Ronald Acuna, kind of the uh, consensus MVP. When the Braves, you know, when the Dodgers have, Mookie Betts and Freddie Freeman, who are pretty good MVP contenders in their own right. What would it take for the Twins to be able to knock off the Astros? I don't think it would take a whole heck of a lot, to tell you the truth. Um, I think this Twins team, certainly uh, now that they've broken their losing streak, um, it's a much different Twins team than we have seen in in previous years in the playoffs. And, And I think the biggest difference is Usually, we think of the Twins as a pitch-to-contact kind of team. This is one of the the hardest-throwing, the highest strikeout rate team in the major leagues over the course of the regular season. This is a different Twins pitching staff, and I think they're also a different a different offensive staff or a different offensive lineup too with the addition of some of the younger players that they brought up you know uh Edward Julien at second base Matt Walner in the outfield Royce Lewis um at third base those guys you know were not with the ball club at the beginning of the year and uh then have made they have made the Twins a much better team as the season has progressed I see that Bailey Ober versus Justin Verlander is going to be game one, Steve. For the Astros to win game one and Twins to win the series, that's plus 375. Do you like that look? I think so. I mean, Justin Verlander obviously is is, is fantastic. Um, you know, he's he's not the pitcher he was last year when he was blowing everybody away. So, you know, maybe maybe if the Astros win a game, win game one, the Twins could pull off an upset win in Game 2 and then go back to, uh, to the Twin Cities and could possibly close it out there. I mean, this, I think this is a very evenly matched series. I would, I would lean toward picking the Astros, and I, and I did in our uh, USA Today staff picks, but I'm, of all the picks that I've made, I'm a, feel a little shaky about that one because I think this is, this is a tremendously even series. Um, the, the, the Twins are, are much better than I think a lot of people think, and the Astros 
you know, just snuck into the playoffs. You know, the beginning of the, the last week of the regular season, there was a pretty decent chance that the Astros may not even make it. So uh, this is this will be a fun one to watch for sure. So we like sometimes, Steve, to talk about narrative bets on this show, and it doesn't really have to do with anything necessarily going on on the field, on the court, whatever the sport is, but it has to do with maybe the human element or something specific that's happened there. Carlos Correa is going to get a nice little return against his former team, seeing the Astros there. Any chance there's just a little extra juice from him, just knowing that this is a team that didn't want to pay him? Absolutely, yes, indeed. <laughs> and uh, and you know, Carlos Correa obviously got you know got a lot of uh, a lot of folks mad at him for being part of the Astros team that that won the World Series in 2017. So I think he feels like. You know, if he could win a World Series with the Twins, that maybe that would validate his career to some degree. I, I think that would be that would be a fun narrative, at least for uh, you know for Carlos Correa fans. And and I think he's playing. You know, he's he's a guy that um, that takes this game very very seriously um, and and works really hard. He's just uh, he needs to stay healthy, and I think that was uh, an issue for him this year. He seems to be a hundred percent going into the playoffs here. And um, he has proven in the postseason that he can raise his game when the stakes are the highest. So, yeah, I think there's a there there's a, an awful lot of incentive for him to do well against his former team. What do you think about going back really quickly to the Rangers series? What do you think about the possible return of Max Scherzer and how would they use him? You know, he was a little bit shaky when he was out there. Obviously, a little bit older, but uh, looks like he's he's actually like throwing facing live hitters at least his roster status up in the air do you think he returns and what do you think they could get out of him potentially in this series here yeah i i will never i'll tell you i, I will never underestimate max scherzer after what we saw in the 2019 world series where he could hardly get out of bed uh, you know when he was supposed to start they they bumped his start up a day you know back a day and then he came out and just gutted it out um he's He's one of the most ferocious competitors I think I've ever seen in this game, so I would not put it past him. Um, if he can get out there, I think he will. Um, the question is, you know, how much will his body limit him? Uh, and that's where the age comes in and, and all of that. I, I think the Rangers, because it's a five-game series, they may not want to risk putting him on the roster for this yeah. uh, in case he can't go because it would hamstring them um, maybe too much. But if they make it past the Orioles, I think he's 100% on the roster for the uh, LCS. Let's talk about World Series MVP. Odds are up. Acuna obviously has the shortest odds, 8-1. to one. Um, Who would be your pick there, and like, how would you attack that? Well, let's see. I, I think... I think the Dodgers, again, if you've got a Mookie Betts or a Freddie Freeman, um, to, that, would be, that would be a good angle to take. Um, from the American League, I think it's, you know, in the National League, for one, I think you've got to have the Braves or the Dodgers advancing to the World Series. So if you're taking something right now, it'd have to be somebody from one of those two teams. Um, in the American League, it could be anybody. And uh, that's where you have to have a lot of foresight and a crystal ball and say, okay, well, if the Orioles make it, then Adley Rutschman is probably going to be the guy who leads them there. Mm -hmm. If the Rangers make it, then, you know, perhaps it's Adolis Garcia or Corey Seager. Um, the Astros could be any number of players there. I'd probably stay away from them. And, uh, you know, then the Twins – 
maybe the narrative rules and uh, you know the sports writers love a narrative and so <laughs> Carlos Correa could possibly be uh, possibly be one there it feels like you're kind of out on the Astros I, you know I, I think I love Dusty Baker too let me just say that up front and and I picked the Astros last year um, they were the chalk last year but I, I don't think this year's team is as good I think the bullpen is shakier, much, much shakier, because that was a huge strength for them, and they can be beaten. That said, though, I, I, the experience and everything, it would not surprise me if the Astros just turn it on and everybody from Jordan Alvarez, Kyle Tucker, Altuve, Bregman, all those guys look like the same guys we've seen in the postseason, you know, each of the last, uh, what, six, seven years now? Um, they, what are they, six? six or seven years in a row going to the ALCS. It feels like 100 years at this point with that team. Talking to Steve Gardner, Ben MGM tonight. All right, so you mentioned the National League, and you said, yeah, Braves or Dodgers going to the World Series, which is certainly not a crazy thing to think, given the season that we saw from them. The Braves are the favorites to win the National League at plus 140. Dodgers right behind them at plus 210. you got to bet one. Who are you more comfortable betting on winning the National League and going on to the World Series? I, if, if Max Freed is able to to start and be effective, um, I I lean toward the Braves. Uh, Spencer Strider probably the most dominant pitcher in the entire postseason, um, and and I expect him to be very good. Uh, so in that regard, and and the Braves offense, that's the one thing that we really haven't talked about in this segment here. How historically great the Braves offense was this year uh, you know set a yeah. record for slugging percentage by a team of over 500 uh, I think that's where so many of those guys can come up clutch and get the big hit so I I feel like the Braves ought to win how about that yeah I agree Steve uh, really quick we got about two minutes left uh, moving to the biggest story then for the offseason, once we do complete the postseason, it'll be where's Shohei Otani playing uh, next season. If you had to make mm-hmm. a guess today, where would you predict that Otani's playing in the uh, 2024 season? I, I think the, the, the odds-on favorite is Los Angeles Dodgers. I mean, he doesn't have to really move very far. Uh, he joins a team. You know, the one thing that he was was frustrated the most with playing for the Angels was that they were not a contender and they yeah. did not get to the postseason and we know that the Dodgers can do that and he could fit in perfectly in that lineup the Dodgers have the money they have the patience to be able to say okay we don't need you to pitch next year we've got a lot of these young guys coming up um, that can hold down the fort uh, you do your thing and, and, and I think he would thrive in that environment so it, it seems to me that they should be the strong favorite uh, to land him. Beyond that, maybe the Giants. It's so Mariners. Yeah, oh. that's that's what I think. It's so crazy that the Dodgers could win a World Series and then <laughs> still end up with Shohei Otani. I'm a Cub fan, Steve, so I've only had like one fun year of baseball my entire <laughs> life, and I'm I'm really <laughs> jealous. I know they, they they should not be having all the fun. Yeah. Yeah, Dodgers getting Shohei Otani is just the rich getting richer. It's like Jeff Bezos buying another mega yacht. You yeah. know, it just, yeah. just keeps on happening. Muscles. Steve's get or get more muscles. Steve Gardner, great to talk to you, man. Thanks for coming on. Hey, appreciate it. Enjoyed it. Uh, I mean, I saw the Red Sox are maybe a potential. I don't believe any of that. He's going to the Dodgers. It just, yeah, I saw that Red Sox. Yeah, I don't believe it for one second. Yeah, who reported that? I don't Travis. know. Didn't even see. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It was Travis <laughs> Thomas. Yeah. That's probably who it was because he wants him in Boston. All right, we've got where all the money's going. Week six of college football coming up. It's Bet MGM tonight.
It's time for a short commercial break. Don't go anywhere, though, because we'll be right back with even more BetMGM Tonight, presented by BetMGM, live from BetQL. 